Welcome to the Plantaholics Podcast. My name is Tori. And I'm Taylor. This podcast will explore plants in science and history, design, recreation, basically anything even remotely related to plants and whatever tangents that will inevitably ensue. Brought to you by two landscape designers, plant enthusiasts, and best friends. If you love plants, you're in the right place. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, this week on Plantaholics, we're going to be discussing uh, botanical names and uh, or Latin plant names, I guess would be the other term, and uh, kind of the origins of that. Yeah. The origin story of my there naming. You. Yes, <laughs> yes. A really long origin story. Yes, just just the title alone yeah. is title a good indicator. A... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm. I will. Uh, I will jump into it. So, um, I. So uh, kind of the reason I wanted to go into this topic is I, you know, considering I know a lot of plant names, I don't really understand a lot of, you know, how they were named or, you know, just kind of the general background information on a lot of them. So that was something that kind of interested me. Yeah, I'd like the background of what how I was named and why, because that's <laughs> exactly <laughs> so I'd love to know this process. You, everyone wants an origin story. Yeah, <laughs> the underdog origin story. Yes, some some of us will get answers. Some will not. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> you, your, yours seem pretty random. I was named after James Taylor. So, oh, see, now that's cool. Dang it, mom! If you're listening, I'm still kind of peeved. <laughs> Gotta gotta come up with something better. Just make it up. Just tell her something. <laughs> I, I found out recently that if I get married, I can't change my middle name. That's a whole different process. Really? Yeah. Oh. So they it's like a box. Like people have tried to do this in the past and they're like, uh uh uh, you're gonna have to pay a whole <laughs> different processing fee Aww. if you wanna do that. And I'm like, What? So you're making that me go sucks. through this thing twice? I don't know. So that's crazy. So do you have to get like a driver's license twice? I guess so. I wonder how that works. I know they just like making my life harder Mm. for some reason. Yeah, I thought. I wonder if you could do it like at the same time. Like I understand like having to pay more or whatever, but like I wonder if you can do it at the same time. It's like a whole nother paperwork process. Oh, I don't think so. I think you're gonna have to do it once, and then you're gonna have to wait till everything's figured out, and then you gotta do it again. Oh That's my god. A mess. Maybe you should practice with your middle name first and then you <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what the you know what to do. is gonna be like. I wanna know. <laughs> so names are important and um yes. a lot of the time there there is meaning behind them. Sometimes it's just because you get grouped together or you know, you you need to be named similarly, like say you're named after a relative or <laughs> something like that. It's it's pretty similar with plants in a way. Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, that's going to be my segue into <laughs> botanical names. Yeah. So I'm I'm usually I typically remember the botanical name more than I would remember the common name just because there are so many common names. I got really frustrated with it. Um so it's 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 probably like a 70-30 balance of like I only remember the common name or I only remember the <laughs> botanical name, so it kind of goes both ways. But yeah, and mine's um, flipped. I only remember yeah. the common names now, and no one knows the common name, so I'm just like I don't know what to tell you. 
I don't know. I run into both situations where like if I'm talking to a client or or someone and they're like I have or even my my project manager and he's like I don't know that Latin name. Like I only know like you know. <laughs> so I which is understandable cuz some of the Latin names are kind of crazy, but so it kind of goes both ways. Like at a nursery, yeah, you're going to want to know the botanical name. But if you're talking to a, a layman or whatever, they're probably, if they know it at all, they may <laughs> they may know the common name. So it, we had this inside joke with my uh, my project manager. If he didn't know a plant name, he would just call them portulacas. <laughs> so like whenever, I don't know, we would just, <laughs> we just joke about that a lot. And I, I ended up planting some actual portulacas at my grandma's <laughs> house. So I, I sent him a picture. I'm like, oh my God, like <laughs> I actually used them for once. <laughs> I actually, it was the right name this time. Yeah. I didn't have to make it up. <laughs> That's like the Parks and, Parks and Rec. Rec. Yeah. Thank you. The Parks and Rec episode <laughs> where she's asking for the common names or the yeah, plant the, names the and just throws out all the wrappers. <laughs> that's so great. Yeah. That's a classic. That's a classic. <laughs> uh, that's the best. You know, I, I used to be really careful about remembering just the botanical name, and I thought that was a great thing because that's kind of the universal name for it. Um, but I didn't really realize how often botanical names do change. Mm-hmm. Um, that was something that until I did this research this last few weeks, I did I I just did not understand the scale of how many names are are changed literally every four years. Oh, are um, you kidding me? Jeez. Yeah, no, it's it's insane. But I'll I'll get to that. It's a whole whole other topic. Um, I almost I, don't want to know. <laughs> I know. No, I didn't either. It just it freaked me out. I'm over it now. Like I'll, I'll get to it. <laughs> um, so right now there are around 400,000 known plant species. Um, and it's estimated that there's another 10% that have not been discovered yet. Oh, so um, there's a chance. So I can name it chance. after myself. Yes. I can ch- call it chance. You- the rapper. Cause you were my chance. <laughs> I had my chance and I found it. <laughs> it's a great, great call out mm. to parks and recreation. I love it. There's a lot of a lot of plants are named kind of in the moment, like um, thing even pop culture things that that are used to to name plants. And again, I'll I'll get to that at the end. We have some great great uh, Latin <laughs> names to go over that I really enjoy. Um, so um, I I had some just examples of how how many plants have changed. I don't know if any of these will shock you, but some of them did to me. I did not know. Um, some species of acacia have begun have become Singalia. Mm. Um, others have become um, Vachelia. The floss silk tree um, went from Teresia to Seba. Oh, no. That's like um, one of the easy ones to remember. I know. I know. <laughs> Teresia speciosa no more. It is now Seba speciosa. At least it's a short um, name. <laughs> Yes, yes. I'll take it. <laughs> it didn't get more complicated. Okay. Um, trumpet trumpet trees um, have gone from Tababuya to Handroanthus. No, I actually, um, we call them tabs at work. Now I'm going to call them what? <laughs> tabs? What, what's this? Hands. Hands? Oh, God. Handroanthus. Handros. Oh, man. Handros. No, that sounds yeah. like a hand job. Nope, not going to do that. <laughs> Let's not. <laughs> Let's keep calling them tabs yeah, until gonna someone be tabs. says otherwise. <laughs> um, all bottle brushes um, are now melaleucas. There is no more calistemon. Oh, that's gone. Okay, I could see that though. They remind me of melaleucas. So. Yeah, yeah, they're I'm they're okay. very closely related. I'll accept that. Um, yeah, and then uh, 
the snake plant um, went from San Severia to Draciana. Okay, that's which not it, acceptable. Again, no, no. <laughs> I, that's the one scientific name I remember. No, you can't change it. <laughs> well, it's gone. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Um, so again, just, like, I'll go. I'll. Of what Tori knows and decided to just change those ones. <laughs> Cut them all out. Yeah. Jeez. No, this was this was literally just a segment of an article talking about name changes. And all of them, I'm like, oh, my God, I did not oh. know that. <laughs> like, this has been since 2016. Um, again, sorry, I keep saying I'm going to talk about this later. But there was um, there's meetings every four years and I'll, I'll get to it and it'll make you feel better. I promise okay. I'll make you feel better later. You have to hang in there. Okay. <laughs> I'm holding my heart close to my chest, waiting, keeping the blood flow. Yes. Keeping it in. Oh, oh, my last, my very last example, um, Bignonia has become Campsis. That was the only one that I've actually come across and, and actually been corrected on by a nursery. Oh, wow. Um, and it was, it literally has been the only bad experience I've ever had with someone working at a nursery. <laughs> like, I don't know, I don't know how often you talk to people at plant nurseries, uh, but oh my God, they're like the coolest people. What? You no. will ever... No, you haven't oh. been to nurseries I've been. <laughs> really? Know. Oh my gosh. Okay, maybe the maybe at least in San Diego, I I tell everyone <laughs> I'm like, don't ask them for advice. Have just oh. given people I know advice on things, and I'm just like, oh, you're oh. wrong. That's not gotcha. the same. Okay, I'm just gonna just throw out my little complaint here. Take it as you want it. <laughs> but my mom, any San Diego nurseryman, yeah, I'm listening. not gonna throw out the name, but I don't like them. They always give really <laughs> shitty advice. Um, huh. Oh, okay. But. I don't know. For me, customer service wise, I've never been disappointed. Except this one time, this guy was super rude to me about the the botanical name. Oh, okay. Because I I called it. I knew it was changed to Campsis, and I asked for Bignonia because I'm like, okay, I don't want to be a like, a, I don't want to assume <laughs> and sound pretentious. And then they're like, what? That changed, and then get all mad at me. So I. I was like, oh, can I get big news? Like, oh, well, it's called Campsis now. I'm like, well, I'm going big somewhere Nonia's else now. Big Nonia is the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's no longer Big Nonia. It's Campsis Oh, Radicans. I see. I thought yeah. Big Nonia was yeah. a common name. Okay. No, no, no. It's, yeah, it's just a trumpet vine. Um, oh. But, yeah, it's, I, Still. I don't know. I just, I just found it really unnecessary. <laughs> I'm just uh, yeah. like, How many people actually well, know any kind of name when they go to a plant place? Like, why yeah, you... yeah. And especially when, I don't know, to me, it's like, I don't want to be a assumptive. Like, a lot of these nurserymen have, like, they've been there so long, and I don't know, they don't they don't have time to, like, learn all the new names. Right. Like, they, <laughs> they've they been doing this for, what, like, 30 years or something, and then it's like, oh, it's gonna, I don't know, I wouldn't change. No. But they're always still super nice. Oh, I'm just yeah. convinced that people who work with plants are incredibly nice people. <laughs> Except for that. Except Campsy for that one dude. Cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of a C word. I guess yeah. Kansas cocksucker. <laughs> he was a real <laughs> forever known in my mind now. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go back a little bit into kind of the origins of botanical names in general. Um and you can't talk about that without talking talking about Carl Linnaeus. Um so he was a Swedish doctor. Um he was Swedish like me. It makes me happy. <laughs> and chocolate. <laughs> um, yes, yes. Not only did he love plants and was Swedish, he loved to organize things. Oh, and those are like the greatest things that I can think of. So, 
I appreciate this man. Um, he also uh, kind of was the, uh, that was also the origins for naming pretty much all living things in general, but he, he really loved plants especially. So he just decided to um, give things names? Yeah. Wait a yeah. Well, he wasn't the first. Okay. Let me let me let me back <laughs> up a little bit. <laughs> um, but he he was the one who invented um, kind of the buzzword you hear with Carl Linnaeus that I don't know. I always learned in every single plant class was binomial nomenclature. Uh, yeah. um, so he that's what he has been um, accredited for essentially. Uh, okay. But he he actually invented the entire taxonomical hierarchy, which mm-hmm. is that um, kingdom, phylum, class, order genus species um if i just said that correctly um <laughs> close enough but <laughs> wait <get> yeah <laughs> you're not i'll, I'll get into that as well <laughs> today yeah tomorrow is a different story study up <laughs> i've got some great um mnemonic devices to help us remember that oh, so I'll, I'll get to that too <laughs> um but uh good old carl um so his father was a priest and an avid gardener so that was kind of his background as he he was primarily a plant guy he loved plants um but he ended up going to medical school um and he actually really enjoyed it cuz they act, they used to focus on botany in medical school this was in 1775 right um cuz doctors had to make their own medicines which is like crazy right they didn't <laughs> love it they couldn't like dissect bodies either right because it was kind of i don't know when that because it was kind of taboo to disrupt the dead or something oh i vaguely remember oh maybe there weren't that many bodies available either so you couldn't really study too much and yeah because yeah a lot of people didn't like the idea because yeah no that that Mm -hmm. makes sense um and yeah again they just didn't have you know obviously the medicines and technology we have today Mm -hmm. so they were they were pretty much learning from uh the uh, kind of square one, I guess, <laughs> which I think is really cool. And I think it should be incorporated into far more <laughs> medical programs right. because you got to learn your plants before you know what to what they're going to uh, have a, an effect Ooh, on people. Yes, yes, please. <laughs> Let's do that. Um, so um, after he finished medical school, he wrote the book um, Systema Naturae. I, naturae? I, think, I guess that's how you say that. I always feel like I'm saying Latin wrong, so I end. apologize. Okay. <laughs> how do you roll an N? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. I just had to say It's that. okay. <laughs> that, that was actually I very can't painful. I don't it. recommend doing that. You can't pronounce it. No one will ever be able to pronounce it ever again. No. No. Especially if we have to roll an end. So eventually he became a professor um, and he sent out his students on voyages around the world to collect plants and animals. So he used their um, input um, to kind of help develop his book. Oh my gosh, best um, class professor ever. Oh yeah. Can I please? No, I thought that was awesome. (laughs) You're going to travel and collect plants. Right? I'm just excited. Yes, yes. I just, um, I'm almost, I'm like, I don't know how many pages left, but not very many of this book. Um, the Food Explorer. Oh, that sounds cool. Um, and it's about the um, the man who essentially brought all the produce we know today to America. Oh, wow, It was pretty much cool. just one guy, Fairchild. <laughs> that um, guy. I, I, yeah, no, it's literally just this one guy who kind of started and followed through on the whole thing and he's he's pretty amazing but the the best part i thought was that he was um 
his whole like expeditions and everything were funded by this old gay man <laughs> like this was like in in like the 1700s i think or, or i'm sorry the eight, early 1800s mm-hmm. um and it just like he was bohemian oh, and, and okay. like <laughs> drink a bunch of that green fairy <laughs> yeah so he he was so rich he could just travel like his family was rich so he could just travel constantly and that's all he did and then he was just this like eccentric billionaire like who just oh took a liking God. to this this plant guy who worked in the agriculture department uh in the so, united states so what you're and saying is we should all thank this gay man for our produce yeah that's what i'm yeah. saying i'm awesome. serious if he wasn't involved like n- yeah. none of it would have happened because it was all this guy funding it because the guy the u.s government wouldn't fund him why do people hate They're like nah this is like we wouldn't have produce people exactly Get exactly i just want to point that out yeah. it's it's a good book it it's goes i'm not the biggest history person oh, so some so of it I'm was a little dry you would you would like it a lot more than i did it was very interesting like but they kind of go off on a lot of tangents about really random stuff that was happening at the time so oh we never i don't know we hate it, tangents tangents are ugh. <laughs> yeah tangents. <laughs> i don't know to me it just some of it was a little dry but it was overall right. it was it was well written and um as well as interesting as one guy traveling and picking seeds can be they they <laughs> nailed it <laughs> um so carl carl linnaeus pretty much did the same thing with his students and um he really almost similarly he tried to boost the swedish economy by growing um like potentially profitable crops from other areas but the climate was just so cold there it <laughs> he didn't really have any any success with anything that major like you know ranch in san diego <laughs> oh yeah Did I tell you about well, that they were too successful no they no <laughs> the guy decided to uh build a newspaper company so we decided oh, to plant right eucalyptus eucalyptus and after, <laughs> no 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 not newspaper sorry i skipped ahead um, per lumber. Usual, the way i tell a story yeah he wanted to build a train track to build a system going through that area and he's like oh wait mm-hmm. <laughs> the trees i just planted the only species i planted in this area won't actually work for that yeah so we found that <laughs> hard way <laughs> he did make but newspaper they did. out of it eventually but oh gotcha gotcha but i mean mm-hmm. again they they grew <laughs> they did grow at least they grew <laughs> just made a giant fire hazard yeah. but hey <laughs> Jeez. he tried Let's he tried really flammable thing so linnaeus um his plant taxonomy so he had a new method um so people had been trying to name plants before um before Linnaeus, of course, um, but they had such like long, terribly rambling names that <laughs> weren't weren't consistent. Let's say of um, you know throughout the world or <laughs> just the just kind of in general skills of Linnaeus. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, for example, um, a common wild briar rose was referred to by different botanists as either. Rosa Sylvestris in in or oh my gosh, in Odora Sucanina, or as Rosa Sylvestris Alba cum Rubore, oh, Filio Glabro. Oh my god! Thanks for the book. So that was supposed to be yeah, <laughs> that was supposed to be the same plant. So 
and they were, you know, they were trying to kind of group them together and they're trying to use those Latin terms to describe different parts of the plant. But it was just, you know, a lot of people just had different ways of doing that. So what um, the new thing that Carl Linnaeus introduced was um, using the number and arrangement of the reproductive organs. Um, so it was either determined by um, the stamens, which are the male organs, or its pistils, which are the female organs. Man, I love um, that female organs are called pistols. Just right. Say that. <laughs> it's just fun. Uh, pistol. Out pistol. Look out. <laughs> Fully loaded. We got this. <laughs> um, so it was new. It simplified it, but it also resulted in a lot of groupings that didn't really make any sense. Um, it was it was really controversial at the time. It's not not the system we use today. Um but even even at the time, a lot of people weren't weren't really happy with it. Um, some people were just annoyed that it was like sexually explicit. Like <laughs> they they're kind of offended by, by how he did it. it. For God's right? sake. <laughs> um, there was one guy in particular named um, Joan Seisbeck. Um, he referred to it as a loathsome harlotry. It's because of his size, <laughs> wasn't it? Seisbeck was sensitive about size. <laughs> I, I think so. Um, but Linnaeus got his revenge, so he oh. decided to name a small, useless European weed, <laughs> Seisbeckia, oh my God, that's... <laughs> just in honor of this guy who Don't he hated. Don't piss off a man who names plants. <laughs> it does not go well for you. That is genius. <laughs> yep. And I did look up this weed because I was curious. <laughs> I'm like, what? what did he... What what is this guy known for? Like, um, so it's not totally useless. It's actually used to treat arthritis. Oh, don't tell um, him that. So, yeah, just a little little tidbit. But it is a uh, considered a weed in in Europe. <laughs> That's great. So at the time, it was a good burn. Oh, got him. <laughs> um. So today, um, even today, I should say, um, we actually follow um John Ray. Um, that was another uh, botanist, his practice of using morphological evidence from all parts of the plant um, in all stages of development. Um, so it's kind of a more well-rounded system. Um, right. Not again, just about that's, sex. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> he uh, saw beyond that. Right. And uh, that's that's pretty much what we uh, what we use today. But like I said before, the method of the hierarchical um, or taxonomic uh, classification, and then the custom of the binomial nomenclature, which I just realized I didn't really explain. Binomial means two names, um, so binomial nomenclature is referring to the genus and species, which we often refer to plants on their own, because we don't go through that whole Rosa, Sylvester's blah, 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 blah. The rose we, that smells we, as sweet as its name, yeah. which is this and that, and <laughs> I have a yep. small size, so I'm going to complain. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly um so we we definitely um refer to plants now just by the genus and species sometimes by a subspecies or um one maybe one other name to to kind of uh narrow it down and and be clear what we're talking about mm -hmm. as opposed to a very very long <laughs> um name that was not not very universal <laughs> nor easy to to uh to name Doesn't really roll off um, the tongue Exactly. Not not so much. <laughs> um, so how are plants classified today? So we we still use his, uh, like I said, his kind of taxonomical um, hierarchy, which um, is that uh, 
kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genus, species. I think I missed family when I tried to show off and eh. say all those earlier. You knew more than I did. <laughs> it sounded good to me. I was going to see which mnemonic device you prefer. I, I looked up. There's a whole website full of them. Oh, wow. And I know geez. you enjoy your mnemonic devices because oh, no, that's I all didn't. I... That's all I heard from this girl throughout Cal Poly when we were learning plants. <laughs> they was weren't like really mnemonic devices. They weren't mnemonic, I guess. <laughs> they were just these like extremely intense stories that somehow got her to remember the plant name. And I do not remember a single one of oh, them. Man. But I, think, I remember one had to do with like riding on a boat, which led me to this thing. Oh, actually, no, I have a good one for uh, okay. the uh, what's it? The carrot wood, C.U. Paniopsis anacardioides. So mm -hmm. I thought of Peter Pan. So I'm like, see you, Pan, Peter Pan. <laughs> and then my best friend, one of my best friends is Anna. And I'm like, Anna's running away from Peter Pan doing cardio. So see you, Pan, Anna Cardioides. <laughs> that's, that's, so that's that was an example good. of how I remembered that. And that's why I remember it to this day. <laughs> see you, that Pan actually Yoke. explains why you pronounce some of the plant yes, names the way you do to me <laughs> that is exactly like, why you pan <laughs> you mean coop antiops <laughs> no it's you paniopsis anacardioides <laughs> that is exactly why i pronounce names way different than anybody i know <laughs> so no one knows what i'm talking about it's all coming together <laughs> at least you can write it down <laughs> yes i can i can spell it and everything <laughs> google is our friend yep Oh my goodness. All right. So, so here's a few mnemonic devices. Um, so the first one, I think this is the one I remember the most is King Philip came over for good sex. Mm, that's a good one. Um, King, I don't know why there's so many King Philip ones. Um, but, um, here's another one. Um, King Philip couldn't order five good sandwiches. Um, kids prefer cheese over fried green spinach. I've heard that or, one. Oh, okay. Um, Ken poured coffee on Fran's good shirt. Okay, who's Fran? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to remember Fran. <laughs> um, that was something I had no idea. Like, it, you know, is it one guy in a room somewhere? Right. You know, just... <laughs> so, no, it is not one person. It is based on the International Code of Botanical Nomenclature. Um, it is called the Code for short. Oh, wow, that's um, clear. <laughs> yes. So um, every six years, there is an international international botanical congress, or the IBC, um, which meets up and discusses any um, any name changes that have been proposed. Um, we let me just say this real so, quick: we have way too many people in this world. If we have a IBC <laughs> that comes together every year to talk about how to rename these plants, I just I'm sorry. It's like the fact. I just want there is Why does a, that mean there's too many people? How, I think it's awesome. Oh my goodness. <laughs> there, how, there's this many people out there that need to figure this out. I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I'll I'll go into why it's important because okay. it's it's pretty cool. I'm just saying um, we have a salt and so, pepper symposium of people who there's an actual event where people celebrate salt and pepper shakers. So I'm just saying there's oh. that many people out there. That collect That's, salt and pepper shakers. This is I'm just getting that vibe here. But continue on. Continue okay, on. so this this is a little more important okay. than that. I'm back, I'm, I jumped the gun then. <laughs> so think of like new species that are discovered, or you know, mm -hmm. 
just think any any sort of um, DNA that has come to light and things like that. So that that's what I'm kind of getting oh, into. But so this this will make you upset. But bear with me. Okay. Um, so not only is there an International Botanical Congress that meets every six years, there is a group called the Angiosperm Phylogeny Group or APG, which is an informal international group of s- systematic botanists. Mm. who collaborate to uh, establish a consensus on the taxonomy of flowering plants. Um, and this <sighs> is basically what determines all pl- I don't know why this is making you upset. <laughs> too many people. This is important making, stuff. Just, there's too many groups. This is like a, this is when our professor decided to make a, co- a committee for a committee because we have so many goddamn committees. <laughs> Why is there so many different groups? There should just be one universal group. I get it. Yes. Yeah. But what? Yeah. we need a flowering so ABG. Angio- ABG, IBC, yeah. KPG, RPG, yeah. RBG, <laughs> color. Okay, just... Okay, I'm calm. Just, I'm calm. I'm only relating to you because think of having to research this and figure this whole thing out because oh. holy crap, this took me literal weeks to figure this out <laughs> oh, <laughs> and man. understand how we get botanical names and why and who is making these decisions. Yeah, I, I didn't um, vote for any of these people. So I'm just curious how <laughs> they've become qualified. And it, it's just, just they're like botanist, a story. They're botanist. Is this like <laughs> a homeowners a association <laughs> where they're just like coming together and like, we have the power over this community because we have plant knowledge. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But unlike homeowners associations, <laughs> there are not random people who are power hungry <laughs> living on your we street. We don't know. We weren't invited. They didn't bring us in. <laughs> We're not botanists. They don't know that. We we don't <laughs> deserve to be. Do I have, can I account. apply? Is there a, a form I can fill If you go to school out? for another four years and become a botanist. What if I get an associate's? <laughs> so the APG is really what most people base uh, plant names on. And that is generally, even though it's more of an informal group, it seems like that group is really in charge. Um, oh, okay. Which is, it's kind of odd. So, so you're telling me they are the ones the reason... I need to bribe to get me into those meetings. Yes. I need to bring yes, some of those exactly. tree sap- saplings or something. Painful. Or just like cut the leaves <laughs> in a unique pattern, like a snowflake on the leaf. <laughs> it's the snow plan. Oh. <laughs> never seen let this before. Let me join you when I can help decide the name for this plan. But if you don't let me in, I won't let you touch it. I don't know. My plans are slowly dissolving. I don't think they're going to. Yes, I, I don't think they're going to care. <sighs> and I honestly would rather leave it to them. Uh, <laughs> I want to name so, things. So, um, uh, you know, if I discovered it, I, I want to. I, I, too, like to organize other people's things, true. not my own. I do love organizing. <laughs> and so I just feel like I we need to reevaluate home. this organization thing because the fact that there's multiple <laughs> committees is making me very uncomfortable. I like condensing things. I want okay, one... I'm just going to skip down to why because okay, you're yeah. really upset I and I should frustrated. explain this yes, a please, little bit better. Please alleviate my frustrations on yes. their system. Okay, so this is going to be a very hodgepodge of information right now, but just to assuage you, um, please. <laughs> essentially, um, the APG, um, so there's a lot of botanical gardens, um, including um, the famous Q um, in mm. Edinburgh. Yep, Edinburgh. You have um, to do it yeah. at the end. Ugh. Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Um, <laughs> um, a lot of uh, a lot of these 
kind of more influential botanical gardens, Missouri Botanical Garden, Q, um, I think at New York Botanical Garden, they've adopted the APG system. Um, so the APG system, it started in 1998. Um, they meet every four years. And essentially what kind of catalyzed the organization was the introduction of DNA sequencing. So what what has come to light since we've been able um, to start actually, you know, getting complete genomes of not only mm-hmm. human species, which, you know, seems like a long time ago, but really in the scheme of things was not very long ago. Yeah. Um, so we, we've been able to, to start, they call it DNA barcoding um, for different plants. We can, in the field now, they can, I mean, this is probably of wow. 10 years ago or something, but they can actually determine within hours um, just by a DNA sample from a plant what down to the genus and species. Um, using this DNA barcoding. So essentially when, when DNA came around, you know, we've been using, again, these morphological um, or just physical attributes of plants for hundreds of years, um, using wow. that as a basis of how to identify plants, because that's all we all we had until, you know, 20, 25 years ago, um, when it became at least more more prevalent, more usable. Um, it's like scientists finding, and, yeah, it's like finding killers now. We're using DNA to actually yeah, figure it exactly. out. Yeah, exactly. And going back and, you know, right. old crimes. Instead and- <laughs> of just like, oh, it's a man probably in his 30s and he likes to cut things. Now we're like, it's this guy. who's re- He lives here yep. and he was there and now he's here. His blood's yeah, all over the seriously. floor. <laughs> Solved. Yeah. He's like, oh, I remember like before they couldn't, they could only do a certain type of testing. So it was like, they can only tell the blood types. So like, it's someone with O, right. o negative blood or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Yeah, I think yeah. that's crazy. Very early. I I know yeah. when you think about it but um, anyway so that's that's kind of how the the origin of the apg system the international um, botanical congress has been around a lot longer um but again they they um i don't know i guess they're a little bit more antiquated in a way but um i think they do take into account some of the apg's work as well at least again it's such a new organization they're again not as not a little more informal um but they are using dna to actually um classify plants in a very new way so all of those plants i listed right. in the beginning that have been switched around it's because of the apg system so we're on mm-hmm. we're on apg4 right now they've met the last meeting was in 2016 okay. um i don't know because of covid if they have were planning on meeting this year or did meet this year the information has not been released to the pub- public yet they do have a website um that you can go on and they actually you know have Every all the changes that they have made, you know, every most most recent changes anyway, updated on on their listing. Um, so they've actually made five new orders oh. as of 2016 and 29 family changes. Oh, um, geez. So it's if you go on Wikipedia, actually, um, this is my one w- Wikipedia reference because I was really curious of how many plants they had actually adjusted you can go on there and they have um they have like a full-on like freaking list of all the plants and then they have a little like asterisk next to the ones that have been been adjusted and it's it's extensive at least they're asterisking yes you can kind of get an idea yeah Yeah, it's definitely in the hundreds you know of plants um as far as that has been that has been changed because when they change a whole family or uh, got a whole order are you kidding me like that's when you when you go down from there, that it just gets bigger. Imagine and bigger. all the books that are now just wrong. That's what I'm thinking of. Right? Like all of those just yeah pieces of paper. And when you that think are about it, like wrong. 
Yeah, when when you and I grad we graduated 2016. Mm-hmm. So just think of all the, you know, how many plant names we did not you know, we were not updated on. So as long as they crazy. don't change, see you panioides anacardi or see you paniopsis anacardioides, I'll be fine. That's the one they can't change. It's you you got that down. You got limits. that down. That's the only one I remember for all time because of yes, my friend Anna yes. and Peter Pan. <laughs> yes. Yep. Um, so anyway, that's, um, that's kind of the background knowledge. Um, so we're, what, what's, what to me is the most exciting thing. Um, cause we're on APG four, like their fourth, um, rendition. It should have been five of this year if, you know, if they uh-huh. continued to kind of follow that pattern. Um, oh, you know, I guess they didn't meet every, they were trying to, oh, I'm sorry. There was only been four meetings. They have not met every four years. So maybe that I, I'm sorry, I confused it with the uh, IBC. Um, so they've had four meetings. They've had one in 1998, 2003, 2009, and 2016. So it's kind of so random. It's it's a little random. I'm assuming it just, you know, whatever information, you know, if they have enough information right. to, you know, kind of discuss. Like a quota. Um, maybe. <laughs> like we have to at least change five freaking orders or we're not talking. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? That makes me feel better. I feel more comfortable now. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Right, right. At least they're... They, they're not doing it. It's not like they're like, oh, you know, I just don't feel like calling this that anymore. You know, right. the really the reason that we, you know, the whole reasoning behind chain, like classifying plants just in general um, is to kind of understand how they evolved evolutionarily. You know, we can, right. we can understand a lot just by knowing, you know, what plants are closely related and that may not be very apparent by their appearance. You know, right. we, we need to, to kind of get down to the molecular level and, mm-hmm. and, and get a good idea. You know, it, it can, um, indicate, you know, what plants might be well suited to be grown together. Um, it, there's a lot of implications, you know, um, just, just in that, you know, that we could, we could kind of explore different, uh, uh, right. different plants and and growing you know different food in different areas things like that um, or even a lot like of if we're using one plant in like a medication and then realizing there's another plant yeah. that probably has like better like i don't know results no that's a great point mm-hmm. yeah it could be you know something that that is um at least similar and maybe yeah maybe is more effective we there's so much to learn and god we haven't even found all the plants yet oh, we haven't geez, even yeah. identified get all going, the plants people. yet so just get out there just imagine <laughs> <laughs> so i'm really looking forward to apg5 because they they're they're kind of estimating that that may be the last the last one the last time we ever have to change oh. it well that's good okay i like yeah. this this is nice i'm happier yeah i still don't yeah. like the ibc they can kind of the, yeah, the APG yeah, I, seems I don't to know, know what they're doing. The I, IBC <laughs> yeah, seems to be like a. I picture the IBC is just like a bunch of old dudes in like white wig who just refuse to acknowledge it's a parliamentary. Yeah, it's a parliamentary organization. I know, and they've all got like little lapel pins with like a botany symbol of some kind, like a four leaf clover, and it's like we only have four. <laughs> We must only keep it at four. You have to die to leave this group. Probably very nice and very cool. But I, that's yeah. just what I picture. Again, they're plant people, so yeah. I, I trust them to a, to a better degree than most. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we're, you were more focused on the consequences, so I'll kind of talk about that, too. Because yes, there are a lot of negative consequences to, to changing names. You know, someone who's a farmer or someone who is a, a nursery person, and they, you know, they've known this plant under the same name their whole whole life or they're trying to spell it on a goddamn (laughs) Um, test and they can't because you changed it 
Right, right. Um, so it's hard for, you know, just marketing, you know, just right. if you if you do update it, you know, some people may not know what that is or right. that's why <laughs> it, yeah. it can actually hurt. A lot of nurseries um, now are trying to like brand their plants. I don't know if you've heard about that. Like the oh, like they're trying to give them really cool names, like the oh. something dazzler to like make it more of like a common name for people to yeah. like recognize it. They're trying to do oh, that. Monrovia does that yeah. a lot. And, and there's another, like, some other nurseries that are doing that because they're trying, because Monrovia has done it successfully and people right. will just buy right. those plants because they recognize them. And mm-hmm. so a lot of other smaller mm-hmm. nurseries. Um, they're trying to do the same. Right. Like copyright it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, their own brand. And so it's like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely something to consider. Um so kind of some other consequences, I guess. Um, again, it's it's mainly financial consequences. So um, not only do you have to learn all the new names, um, you have to change all your documents, yep. you know, just if, if you're working in the nursery industry and things like that. Um, any databases you have, labels, tags, um, mm-hmm. you know, just updating all your references and uh, making sure that everyone's kind of on the same page. So it's, it's definitely... Um, Definitely a concern, but there's, you know, again, there's valid reasons um, for for changing and, and kind of updating and making sure that we um, we kind of understand, um, we have a better understanding of the evolution of the plant, um, just the relatedness between the species, um, even it helps with conservation and, and the rarity of different plants, kind of understanding um, how we can... Um, kind of bring different species back you know right. things like that too mm-hmm. and uh it also can um kind of benefit the even the nursery industry i guess in a way um by being able to make different hybrids um you know finding plants that would be well suited to be hybridized um even with like rootstock selection um you can help to kind of breed for um pest resistance you know if you know um kind of the relatedness there um and create new new cultivars and things like that too so it it could um could have some some good consequences or i guess that's not (laughs) the right word better opportunities um so a lot of um yeah so there's um there's other names for or other excuse me there's other reasons for changing names as well um one of them is uh conservation they kind of i don't know it's kind of a weird way to say this but um there was a, a situation in which um, chrysanthemums, they realized they weren't chrysanthemums. Oh, shit. <laughs> and it was, um, so there was, um, the most common chrysanthemum is chrysanthemum coron- coronarium. Um, and nursery people actually petitioned for that to stay the same oh. um, because it was just so widely used. Mm-hmm. Like, it would just be a crazy, like, financial hazard or hindrance just to just to kind of update that so they kept um chrysanthemum coronarium and they actually changed the three other plants to something else (laughs) that were actually chrysanthemums and then they they switched the name so Um, they're like because i mean when you think about the the name is kind of arbitrary it's more the grouping you know you're looking for the relationship with with other plants so in a way it makes sense and in another way it's horribly frustrating just to think about that situation right <laughs> but it's it's kind of interesting that is really cool um, that's awesome i never yeah. thought about it that's actually a, a really ingenious way to solve that problem just like well, right, we'll just right. switch yeah, it there's a yeah because a lot of them you know they're not that common like right. people aren't going to be that mad you know if they're not a commonly bred and sold this plant. is the like... true chrysanthemum i swear i want it in my yard next to my yes. lawn gnomes this needs to be the true chrysanthemum 
<laughs> I refuse to <laughs> acknowledge. <laughs> My decorative so flamingo was, needs to sit above only true chrysanthemums. <laughs> no imposters. Yep. No compromises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so another another reason that plants may be kind of misidentified. Um, so sometimes there's like a mass production of plants and someone gave them the wrong name initially. Mm-hmm. Um, an example of this is actually um, Arcanto Phoenix Cunninghamiana or the King Palm. Oh, really? I didn't know so that. So that was, yeah, so that's the actual name. I don't know what, I don't, I don't know. I I. I mean, I'm sorry, that that is the real name. It's just, I don't think that was originally supposed to be the name of it. And oh. I don't know, when you think about it, it's like Phoenix. Like, it's not, it can't possibly re- be related to Phoenix Robolinii. Like, right. that does seem really off. It's just oh. been, hmm. it's just been so long that it's just been accepted. <laughs> oh, wow. I'll, I'll have to look into that and see if I can find the original name, because that'd be really interesting. Yeah, because I feel like someone um, told me they learned it as a different name, but. They oh, said really? that with a oh, bunch okay. of different plants, so I could be misremembering. Yeah. <laughs> this is not it's a really steel trap. <laughs> things, things, it's a filtered. It's one of those whatever. It's, I don't even know the name. Selective filter. It's a, it's a colander. My mind, really. There you go. <laughs> you got to be this big. Yeah, to, I've got a, I got I got one of those plastic, like cheap ones, so the holes are pretty damn big. <laughs> a lot goes through. Uh, Sadly, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So those are those are just a couple couple other reasons um, why why you might see either the wrong name or just a, a different name change yeah, um, because cool. of that. Um, so they do sometimes try to take into account the consequences that would be <laughs> that's nice negative for farmers or nursery right. growers. Um, and I do want to do a completely other. Ev- complete separate episode on this but um i just listed kind of the eight biggest plant families Mm -hmm. um so if you were to kind of look into um trying to learn how to identify things kind of even based on the family um that's that's a really important concept i think and it 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 does really help at least kind of narrow down um but these are the eight biggest plant families in the world i mean like worldwide these are the biggest ones um so the biggest families are mint parsley mustard pea lily grass rose and aster so if you can kind of get the basics like the basic morphological features of those different families you can identify hundreds of thousands of plants pretty much there you go (laughs) that's where you start um yeah so it's it's a good way to start again i kind of want to do another another episode on this um and uh kind of Kind of go from there. We can call it our but, crime um, bosses episode because they're the crime bosses of the <laughs> of the plant world. If once you know them, <laughs> once you know them, you know where never connected. you know where to go, where you know not to go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I again, this is. My last little topic here, um, just kind of looking into the origins of specific plant names that I find either entertaining or just interesting. Um, so there's obviously a lot to cover here as well. <laughs> we could probably do a whole whole separate episode on this alone. Um, but here are just kind of some fun ones that I that I came across that I liked. Um, one of the first ones I, I mentioned, and um, again, our 
first episode uh one of my favorite plants is the orchid so um it is from the greek orchis which means testicle um and i don't think i went into this but it's because of the tubers um of the mediterranean orchids were said to resemble paired testicles Uh, yeah i can can attest i agree i I see this i see the resemblance yeah good job so that's um, well named so just kind of a a fun (laughs) uh background oh this one just made me laugh it's it's only i don't know never i'm just gonna go for it it's it's not that funny or interesting, <laughs> but I just it it just entertained me because this is one of my favorite words. Um, so the plant and it's not the Latin name either. So I I really it's kind of Latin. Okay, I'm just gonna just, I'm just tell gonna me say this, it. Taylor. You're the, you're really up. I don't know how to feel anymore. <laughs> that was a lot of con- conflicting yeah, emotions about like, this. Should I be okay. like concerned? Should I be excited? Should I be just kind of disappointed? All of the above. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so the plumbago. Oh, I love that um, one. Plumbago. Yeah, it's, it's one of my favorite colored flowers. Yeah. It's just such a unique, like almost true, like light blue. Yes. I just. It's love the it. only color um, I've ever seen. That's. It's all over San Diego. Actually, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They're they're a great kind of coastal plant for sure. Yeah. Um, so it does come from the Latin word plumbum, plumbum. which, which means lead. Oh. So if your dad has any time lectured you about random <laughs> construction equipment, you will, or very old construction equipment, will. you will know a plumbob is a lead weight oh. that you use. It kind of looks like a top. It's a lead weight on a string, and you you hang the string from when you're hanging a door. Like you you hang the string from the top, and that deter- that will help you see if your door is level. Oh, I see. Okay. So it so you can swing the door, and if the lead scrapes, you know the the floor in an equal you know right way, you'll know that the door is is hung properly and well, swings. You'll have to replace the, the floors after, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay it's not that heavy it's just okay you know, it's, it's a little thing <laughs> it, it's like literally the size and shape of a top oh like it's, okay it's nothing we should combine those two plants and you can call it uh <laughs> plumbum orcus he's got some plumbum orcuses right there yep that sounds like a good some combo steel balls that's for sure steel testicles or so lead textiles yeah, anyway, man just, i'm not even getting my go. metals right God. steel <laughs> He's got nerves of steel. <laughs> Testicles of lead. SpongeBob today. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um so oh yeah, so not only so that this part also confused me. So plumbum meaning lead <laughs> I love that and referring name. to the fact that it was thought to be a cure for lead poisoning. But it was wrong. So <laughs> I I don't know. Oh. Um I didn't get into that, but it was thought to be, and then um, it says another common name for plumbago is leadwort. Oh, so um, <laughs> so I, I, you might have seen this one before. It, I've seen it like on Pinterest. It comes up on my Pinterest oh, a lot. But um, there's a plant called um, Clitoria oh, ternatia. <laughs> I wonder which direction <laughs> and, we're going in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it was so named because it looks like a female clitoris. There you go. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of jokes saying, I bet a female botanist found that one. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It wasn't the male. We know you that. You wouldn't know what to name it. 
would have been <laughs> size Beckia, maybe. Yeah, size Beckia, exactly. <laughs> My size Beckia plant. <laughs> uh, anyway, look up a picture. It's oh, it's pretty accurate and it's pretty great. <laughs> I I enjoy that one immensely. Um, That's awesome. um another one is I brought this up just for you because mm. I know Tori. Has oh, I just a, got a chills. You literally just gave plant. me chills. <laughs> <laughs> this is really weird. <laughs> I had full body chills just from you saying that. <laughs> Legit physical reaction. <laughs> I I honestly thought this was gonna be in your favorite plant list. I was a little disappointed oh, it I'm wasn't sorry. because I watched her oh, use this. I know what you're talking about. It was close. An entire day. I was gonna bring it up. It was almost on. <laughs> it was this close to being on my list. <laughs> but I, I only just and, like the flower. Uh, <laughs> so if uh don't know what we're talking about, we are talking about the Snapdragon. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So um <laughs> I when when we learned this plant, our teacher brought up that I guess our teacher brought it up that you could use it as like a it looks like a little mouth. Right. Because it I mean the name Snapdragon, it it the flower does kind of look like a has resemblance at least to mm-hmm. a dragon face um and uh <laughs> so our teacher decided to bring that up and tori immediately picked one and, and just used it as a puppet it, and talked to us throughout it has a very the class at least usable mouth you can totally it's literally super it easy to use you just pinch it and it just like talks back to you You're just like oh my god this is amazing yep. i have a friend i i made a friend <laughs> she didn't make any other nope, friends that day just, but i know i kept it going way longer than i think anyone else wanted me to but it was just super exciting for me was- yeah so kind of along those lines um named it was named obviously dragon comes from how it looks and then the snap part is comes from the supposed noise that it makes when you squeeze it and open the mouth no. so it's, they call that snap so snapdragon that's that's why i opened that mouth plenty of times and it was quiet it was a silent yeah i don't i don't quite understand maybe because it snaps open and shut maybe not the noise but the Mm. the action sorry i don't i just made that up i'm not reading that i just i i mean i'm reading it but i i made up the noise part i just you started came to my head and (laughs) um and then um, the scientific name, just to throw a little bit of that in there, um, is anterhinum, which means like a nose, and that refers to how it looks when it's dried. It kind of um, looks like a nose. So they, like, it's got that smooth kind of... Yeah. Yeah. I think it looks... Um, when, it does, it. when it does dry up, like, I've seen them, I think, where they kind of almost look like little skulls. Like, they, mm-hmm. when, when the seed... I think it might not be the flower, but the seed, like, when it, when it dries, that might be what it's more referring okay. to. But um, I can because see it. it does kind of have that. Yeah. But either way, yeah, it's it like does it have looks that like a look, face. So. So it looks like it's got a nose on it. So it's like, yeah, okay, I know. So it if, knows. If you're ever at a party and <laughs> yeah, it it does know. <laughs> if if you want to impress people at a party, you can Bring you can refer it. to your nose. Enter here, enter Yeah. Oh man, my <laughs> allergies like a nose really affects my androhinum like really badly. <laughs> <laughs> I I really can't figure out how to use that in a sentence. <laughs> My <laughs> you're struggling there. <laughs> yeah, no, I I you can can't pick do your it. friends, but you can't pick your inner him. <laughs> well, well, it means like a nose. Oh, jeez, so I've been doing it wrong this whole time. I thought I was being all <laughs> clever. <laughs> I mean, not that anyone would ever correct you, except. <laughs> 
someone who speaks Latin, so <laughs> you're pretty safe to use it however okay. you want. Just interpret it however you'd like. Um, okay, so my next one is Dracyana Draco. Not only uh, is it an awesome yes. plant, it pretty much just means dragon Dra dragon. <laughs> dragon dragon. <laughs> um, and when you cut the leaf of this plant, it bleeds red, and it's super it's cool. called dragon's blood. Um, yes it is or dragon 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 yeah <laughs> oh i think the whatever the you sap, i think they call it dragon's blood i thought oh no the plant is called dragon's blood i just mean oh. the scientific name literally translates I know. to dragon 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 <laughs> oh dragon Which dragon I enjoy. <laughs> yes yes um so um i also uh kind of made a list of plants that are kind of more based on like pop culture mm -hmm. um so I have a little, a few of those, um, kind of to preface this, I guess, um, I'm really enjoying this, this author. I kind of want to read his book. There's a man named Stephen B. Hurd, which <laughs> I just love his name. Um, like an ear. And he, <laughs> instead of yeah. like a nose. Instead of like a nose. Sorry. I <laughs> don't know what that word is, but, <laughs> um, he wrote a book called Charles Darwin's Spider and David Bowie's Spider. Hmm. No, that can't be right. So it's like a really long I think I title. made that up. No, it's even longer, oh, but shit. I think it's supposed to be Charles Darwin's... I think it's supposed to be another insect. I think I typed this out wrong. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> it's called Charles Darwin something and David Bowie Spider. How scientific names celebrate adventurers, heroes, and even a few scoundrels. Oh, you should definitely um, read. That sounds like a great book. Yeah, yeah. it does. And um, he wrote this whole little article on his on his website... Um, which is how I found him in the first place. Um, he was he he wrote a little bit about different. Um, I, I think there's a whole chapter in his book on kind of pop culture names and stuff. Um, and he uses Hermione as actually an example um, of kind of defending pop culture references and Latin names. Um, he was disappointed he actually couldn't find a species named after Hermione Granger. Uh, yeah, um, I'm disappointed. After, yeah, so like I'll go into it. But there's a lot of Harry Potter scientific names. Um, some of the ones he he references on his um, on his webpage are um, the, these aren't plants um, that I'm gonna say right now, but I'll get into the plant Harry Potter ones later. Um, there is one a spider called um, Anime Aragog, so oh, of course referencing the giant spider. That is amazing. Um, in, I love in this. the second book. <laughs> um, there's Harry Plax Severus, which is a crab. <laughs> Um, and his favorite is, uh, or I'm sorry, um, my favorite is the sorting hat spider, um, Areovixia gryffindorii. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm a little kind of annoyed with the person who named the spider, because why didn't he do it like Crab and Goyle, uh, something? Yeah, the name should have been Goyle, Crab and Goyle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that kind of, that might have been a little too, too on the nose. Oh. Crab, crab. Are you saying it's <laughs> like a nose? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe if they use their first names. What are their first names? Crab Gregory Goyle and Vincent Crab. Crab. Maybe Vincent D.I. Gregoria. That cool. <laughs> or flip those. Gor Gregoria Vincent No one would D. get it, but I, I don't know. I feel like he, <laughs> he missed an opportunity there. It's, spelled, it's true. It's I guess, true. I don't know. I, it's a great name. I'm just you would being... literally be calling it a crab crab. <laughs> I know. I like it. It's a crab. <laughs> no one would get it. <laughs> well, if you named it like crab crab a goyle or the, you'd get the oh, two okay. together. Okay. Don't call it like yeah, crab yeah, there goyle. You go. Crab and goyle. Like, yeah, yeah. You have to put both in it like somehow. Like the rainy eye I or like something. That. Yeah. 
Have you ever seen the sorting hat spider? Because it legit looks oh, like a sorting geez. hat. I don't, and it is so cool. I'm sorry, Taylor. I don't look up spiders on my free time uh, because I... It's so cool. Okay, I'm going to post it on no, Instagram. No, don't you put it on our Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to see I'm going that. to because it's Damn awesome. It. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, it, lo- it just looks like a sorting hat. Uh, like, it doesn't look like I a don't spider care. at all. It, the fact that it could freak me out. It could pre- I could be like, oh my God, look, there's a sorting hat. I'm going to go grab it and then it'll just attack me. And it'll sort me in the wrong house. I think the odds of that are... <laughs> That's the real nightmare. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> We're both Hufflepuffs, in case yeah. anyone's Not wondering. Slytherin. <laughs> Not Slytherin. Not <laughs> Slytherin. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, anyway, he, he kind of used um, the fact that he, he did find... Um, there are species um, named after... Or with the name Hermione in them, but they weren't named after Harry Potter's Hermione, oh. unfortunately. They all predated the books. Yeah, um, but there were Hermione's in Shakespeare and Greek Greek mythology. Um, mm. So he he was kind of arguing, you know, they're not well well known now. Like you wouldn't when you think of Hermione, you wouldn't immediately think of Shakespeare. But <laughs> um, it kind of shows a glimpse into that time period, and it and it kind of creates opportunities to educate yourself about that time period. And mm-hmm. he he just kind of brings up like, hey, imagine you know Harry Potter's not as you know as relevant in you know 100 years from now but someone looks at the plant name and they're like oh right. hey where, where'd that come from and then they get to rediscover the books and like i think that's kind of fun yeah. and you know not only harry potter but you know even shakespeare you know the ones that we already have right um it just kind of opens an opportunity like i've been able to experience these last few <laughs> weeks looking up all this information where it's like oh my gosh yeah i wonder where that did come from and mm-hmm. um it does kind of open up a an insight into that whatever time period that was it's like yeah they're they're going to name it after things they know so there's a lot of um uh like greek botanical uh, names for it. example you know that's uh, after greek mythology like that's probably one of the most prevalent um at least probably the most well-known references you know that people have made as far as naming um, right. naming plants and, and things like that um so there is a um orchid um, kind of similar to one of the spiders that I mentioned. It's called um, <laughs> not another goddamn spider. Tori's, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Tori's giving me a look. <laughs> no, no, it's but it's it's named after Aragog. So okay. there's an orchid um, called uh, oh gosh, okay, I hate this when there's a silent P. Uh, um, so it starts with a P, but I think it's um, Terichis. Oh, it's Aragogiana. Jeez. Yeah, it's a PT. <laughs> um so if uh that's uh that's one to look up it does kind of look like a kind of spider. i mean it's just kind of like a darker color okay. and it it has kind of mm. not leg you know and it, it kind of has the no. petals that are Mm-mm. yeah it's like it's I like the bat to, you know the bat flower it. that actually kind of looks like a bat uh, no oh well there's a flower it's up, called though. a bat flower is it an orchid? I don't know what it kind of. It's just a flower. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's there are plants that oh. look kind of like. I see it. I see it. Oh, that's gorgeous. Isn't I think it? I've seen that before. Yeah, that's really. Cool. It's really cool. If you are making a goth garden, up. get some bat flowers because yes, they're really cool. Definitely. Damn. Mm-hmm. I feel like they look like they take a lot of water, but I want one. <laughs> I know, right? I will. I'll probably my... kill it, but I want it. <laughs> There's a, like almost every black or dark purple flower out there is like amazing looking. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really cool. for sure. Yeah. Um. So another kind of pop culture reference um is begonia Darth Vaderiana. <laughs> so 
pretty obvious there if you're a Star Wars person. I am not, but even I got that one. Yep. Uh, oh, there were so many <laughs> pop culture references to the the garden and the rose garden at school. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, if you look at any rose, any lily, any iris, yep. there's going to be like 8 million, like like you mentioned, the Batman iris. The Batman you know, there's, iris. There's just Ugh. all kinds of stuff. That was one of my favorite parts of the Missouri Botanical Garden because they have like only individual species of of um irises but mm-hmm. it, it's like a freaking oh it, it's like a it's, library it has to be like hundreds mm-hmm. yeah it's like a library of irises essentially and it is awesome <laughs> <laughs> but um they yeah they have the craziest names like they're a lot of fun um but yeah there's there's uh, a lot of uh i like doing I, that i feel like it's tombstones. less common oh yeah because i just love like reading it's like what like sometimes they have their last words. It's it's just kind of cool, like reading. Oh like, yeah, what yeah. people decide to put down. I don't know. I enjoy it. <laughs> right or like right. people's last yeah. words. I love. Mm-hmm. Ever do that? Look up yeah. people's last words. I used to do that as a kid all no. the time. Should I be worried? <laughs> <laughs> that was like my favorite no part of going me. to a cemetery <laughs> as a kid. Is <laughs> checking out people's tombstones and looking at people's last words. <laughs> yep. I mean. I can't say anything. Um, Halloween's been my favorite holiday my entire life. Right. And my favorite book in first grade was one where this girl's head falls off. Oh my god, yeah, the one that's tied with the ribbon. Yeah. Yes. Oh I loved god. that story. Oh, I so bought good. that book recently. Good. I, I was, can't I, I, I love it so much. Because isn't it like yeah, an it's anthology in a of dark like, in a dark, dark room or something? Or in a dark, dark room, yeah. Yeah. I that yeah. was my go-to book. We had like a little reading nook yeah. in my first grade classroom, and like you could go and pick a book, and I always picked that book. I, I loved, loved that, that book. book so much. Uh, yeah, that I know. Was a good one. <laughs> I was I had the name. I was trying to find it recently. I had the name. It was like I can't remember what I thought it was, but it was like one word off or something, and I could not find <laughs> I it for the longest time. Shocked! I then... remember the name of that book. Yeah, I no, not... I'm I'm super impressed. <laughs> I, I have not thought about that story and. As long as, like, since first grade. Damn, I'm... Oh, of course my freaking seed keeps that, but it doesn't keep important shit. Jesus. Uh, yep, it happens. Oh, uh, anyway. Um, yeah, just a couple more names mm-hmm. here. Um, kind of this fun ones. Great. So I love there it. is a... Um, yeah, there's a Mandavia Sherlockian. Oh my god, so I that love is it so a much. Sherlock Holmes. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's harder to find ones that it's like the genus and the species. Like we're talking about the lilies. Mm-hmm. Usually those are like the cultivar. Right. Like it's really easy to find like funny name cultivars, but it it's a little more difficult when it's the genus and species because they have to find like a whole right. new genus and, and name it. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, that's so much pressure. <laughs> <laughs> it's already been named. <laughs> um, there is a Stellis oscar grouchii which is named after oscar the grouch from sesame street um and then there's even a dracula smog from the hobbit so after smog the dragon i love it (laughs) (laughs) benedict cumberbatch is like hitting it he's got the smog and he's got the sherlock Mm. and the sherlock Sherlock. he's He's got got it it all Oh, I yeah, I feel like Benedict Cumberbatch could just be a scientific I, name, and no why one. Why haven't they it. named that yet? That's a great name. <laughs> it could be a type of cucumber Seriously. or something. <laughs> I don't know. Get searching <laughs> on the cucumbers, people. Oh, <laughs> Stuff. Anyway, that always. Martin, Fre- me. Par- Martin um, Freeman. 
Martin Freeman, thank Martin you so Freeman. much. I was like, okay, I know I confused it with that other guy. I looked I'm it up. To think so of Morgan it's not, Freeman. My, my mind sieve was broken, <laughs> but oh my gosh, can I tell this Morgan Freeman yes. story? Oh, Do you know geez. what I'm talking about? <laughs> not Martin Freeman. Morgan Freeman story. Morgan Freeman. Yes, please tell it because it just happened again. <laughs> Yeah. The same thing happened. You were so sure it was Ben Franklin. And I'm like, I don't think it was Ben Franklin. <laughs> but please tell the story. Give give some background yes. here. Yes. Okay. So I watched the show Fringe. And in the last episode of the first season, um, I finally finished the season and I was talking to my friend who had also watched it. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, that like that was so cool in the last episode when Morgan Freeman shows up and he just looks at me like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you know, like at the very end, you know, it wasn't for very long. Like, I get it if you forgot, but like, you know, he's in the end for, you know, a good 10 minutes. And he's like, that was not Morgan Freeman. <laughs> and I didn't believe him. And then he had to look it up. And it was the guy from Star Trek. White guy, yeah. <laughs> by the way. <laughs> um, oh, man, I can't remember his name. But anyway, I can completely confused this random older white man. You're talking about the Morgan main guy Freeman. in Star Trek, right? Yeah. He's in so many oh. things. Um, so last thing, I just wanted to touch on the different Greek mythology figures that oh, are used as plant I names. Because it. it's it's quite the list. And it's I think it's, it's kind of impressive. If you want to do some research on this on your own, as far as kind of the background story um, for some of these, um, you're welcome to. We might. I'm sure we'll probably we'll do an bring episode. this up later on and and do a, a little bit of a exploration of this. But um, I'll just go off a quick list here. So um, I kind of I think I kind of did. Oh no, I did not do alphabetical order. Never mind. Ignore me. Uh, <laughs> no order whatsoever. <laughs> I started off with Artemisia and I got I got cocky. Like <laughs> I, I was like, oh yeah, I did this. I did this perfectly. Um, ironically, Artemisia. Um, well, based off Artemis, of course, um, goddess of the hunt, um, Artemisia, and the next one is um, Echelia, or based on Achilles. Um, those are two of my all-time favorite plant genuses. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of cool. Um, Agave is actually um, a person in Greek mythology. Um, oh. Same with Althea, Iris, Hyacinth. Um, uh, Zephyrus um, is based on Zephrantes, which is the the goddess or god, excuse me. Um, Narcissus, of course, that's probably the most well known, I would guess. Um, Crocus, Aster. Um, there was a goddess, I think, named um, Paeon. Mm, pa yeah, it's P A E A N, um, and that was supposedly where Peony comes oh, from. Okay. Um, and then there's cyparisus which is cyprus mm -hmm. um and then of course orcus or orchid <laughs> there's a god <laughs> called orcus or orchid <laughs> no oh. no i just threw that in there because it was greek oh oh no no i think actually there was a god a, a god named orcus. what is he no, god that, of fertility or why something? would they name a god testicle yeah. <laughs> greek god orcus <laughs> i probably just made that up I think I. Oh no, no, he was a person. Oh shit! He was the son of a nymph and a satire. A satyr. Sa satyr. A satyr. Sure. Um, a satire. I don't. I don't know anything about Greek mythology. Oh, I do. I will I'm, help you. My bathroom yeah. book is a kid. I feel like all the all the girls like in my childhood or like friends now are like so obsessed with Greek mythology, uh. and I'm like, 
yeah it's cool I, just, <laughs> I never i never learned any of it like i missed out on the whole percy jackson series like i never oh, got I, into that i totally or... missed out of it on that until i was yeah. older i used to there was like a book series when i was little that was called like uh, it was like call me persephone or something like i was trying to be clever with that oh. i don't know i used to, i love uh-huh. greek mythology as a kid i, I don't know yeah but I never got into it. I liked into, it, but I never yeah. researched it. It's weird. I never got into I was I like had the myths as a book, as a picture book as a kid, and then I did all these Yeah. Every time I had the option, I'd always like do papers on it. I don't know. I loved it. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the closest I ever got was reading Artemis Fowl. <laughs> and that was probably the most I knew about Greek mythology was just his the name his background name. of his name. Oh my that gosh. It that sounds and like it Ethan. Was, it was pretty cool. We have this board game <laughs> called uh, I can't even remember. But it's um <laughs> like it's based on like Greek mythology figures and all that stuff. And I was mm. I always brag about how much I know the Greek gods and goddesses because I think it's amazing. <laughs> and he does it. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, Kayla, let's test you. And he's like, I'm not going to know any of them. I'm like, OK, you've got to have to know some of them. Like, they're so common. And I'm like, OK, do you know Hades? He's like, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> have you seen Hercules? Yeah. No, he apparently well, if he did, he doesn't remember it. But he didn't know <laughs> Athena. He didn't know like any of the basic oh. ones except wow. uh, okay. Aphrodite. And he's like, "That's the oh. goddess of love, love, right? Love, it's love, right?" He's like, <laughs> yeah, it's, "That's the only one he got." I was like, "All wow, okay, that makes me feel better." You're, you're I know a step a ahead of him. <laughs> so, there's someone below you. I think I yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's all I've got today. Nice. Um, I mean I say that, but we've been talking two hours, so. <laughs> I learned a lot. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Uh, yeah, I'm glad. I, I learned a lot as well. Just uh, doing, going through all this stuff. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely opens up a lot of like subtopic opportunities for <laughs> for a lot of these things that were a lot of fun. And I do want to read Stephen B. Hurd's book because I I love his name and he yeah. seems like a really cool guy. <laughs> he will be heard when we read his book. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and um, yeah, I guess. Um, We'll uh, continue on next week. Mm-hmm. Um, topic to be determined. Yeah, you'll find out soon. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure we'll uh, post to our Instagram and let you guys know what's coming. But um, looking forward to it, and um, I enjoyed having this conversation. Yeah. Thank you. Tori. Don't forget to be <laughs> like a nose. And yes, sniff around, and her, smell all the flowers. I, I I challenge you to use that in a sentence. Yeah. and enter her. Oh my gosh, I can't even say it. <laughs> Antahurum? Yeah. Antahurum. Yeah. Don't be Antahurum. There you go. I don't know. That That's the best I can do under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Our don't, goodbyes don't are Antahurum. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's somehow accurate, even though it makes no sense. <laughs> Is anything we I really say? really don't know how to do this. Is anything I say makes sense, Taylor? <laughs> Come on. That's true. That's true. Okay. Yeah. See you guys later. Bye. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Till next time. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode of Plantaholics. Hope you can join us next week for more plant talk. In the meantime, you can check us out on Instagram and Facebook or visit our website at plantaholicspodcast.com. Thanks, everyone. See you next time.